the streets of San Francisco. A Quinn Martin production. Starring Carl Malden. Also starring... Jeremy! I got one thing! Jeremy! Tonight's episode, Mr. Nobody. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. Welcome to episode 801. I am your host, Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. Yes, I am the villain of this story and every single one before that. You can find all the others, all the archived episodes, right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. And when you're there, be sure to friend, follow, and like us on social media. We will do the same right back with you. And by the way, it's a really good way to stay in touch with where we'll be appearing Coming up in Central Florida for the month of March, April, and just the rest of the year. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. A very easy way to do that. Now, an, a big event just around the corner. Matter of fact, just days away as we make uh, this show available on Monday. Something that's happening in Florida, in the Lakeland area. Actually, I should say the Tampa area, Orlando area, because Lakeland is sort of almost in between the two. Correct, Kimmy? Right, right. Well, right on, in between. Yeah, right on I-4. An event happening on Saturday, March 12th, and the 13th, Sunday the 13th, at the Lakeland Convention Center is Fanboy Expo. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Now, I thought just for the fun of it, Kimmy, we'd do a little nerd trivia because we like to do nerd trivia from time to time here on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Let me see if you can identify something here and tell me what its significance is to Fanboy Expo. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Here is your first clue. Do you have an answer? It's I Dream of Genie. And what does I Dream of Genie have to do with Fanboy Expo? Well, Barbara Eden's going to be a guest at Fanboy Expo this weekend. Genie. Genie, in other words. Genie. Yes, Genie will be at Fanboy Expo, correct? Uh Uh-huh. And she will be available for photos and autographs, Yes. correct? Yes. And that's happening Saturday and Sunday at Fanboy Expo in Lakeland at the Lakeland Convention Center. Good job, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. All right, Kimmy, here's another clue. Tell me what this has to do with Fanboy Expo. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. Gilligan's Island. And what does that have to do with Fanboy Expo? Well, Marianne Don Wells is going to be at Fanboy Expo this weekend. That's right, a celebrity on hand. Don Wells will be at Fanboy Expo. At Lakeland Convention Center. Mm -hmm. Photos, autographs, and all that, right? Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to that. I've never seen her in person. Have you? No. All right. So that will be at Fanboy Expo. Now, is is she one you're going to want to meet? Mm -hmm. Oh, you probably want to meet both of them I just mentioned, right? Sure. All right. So there's two that Kimmy wants to meet, right? Yeah. And that's happening at Fanboy Expo at Lakeland Convention Center. Now, Kimmy, are you ready for another clue for Uh something else that involves Fanboy Expo? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's your clue. Okay, that's your clue. Dukes of Hazards. Dukes of Hazards. What does that have to do with Fanboy Expo? Well, not one, not two, but three. Count the them. Three, three major stars from Dukes of Hazard are going to be at Fanboy Expo this weekend. John Schneider, Tom yes. Wopat, and Catherine Bach. That's right. And John Schneider, also for you uh, comic book nerd uh, uh, superhero fans from 
Smallville, mm-hmm. played uh, Paul Kent. Yeah. And we have met him in the past, and he is one of the nicest human super, beings you can meet. Super, super right? nice. Very yes. nice, very friendly. No pun intended. <laughs> yes. And, and, and he'll be somebody to meet for sure, mm-hmm. for certain, that you will want to. You'll want to meet him again, won't you, Kimmy? Yeah. And he will be available for photos and also autographs and all that fun celebrity kind of stuff at Fanboy Expo. That's this Saturday and Sunday, March 12th and 13th at Lakeland Convention Center. Right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for another clue, Kimmy? Yeah. All right. Let's see how you do on this one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Lou Grant. Are you are you just guessing or do you know? Lou Grant. Are, now, now, Kimmy, let's get that answer one more time. What do you think it is? Lou Grant. Was that a guess or do you really know what that is? It was a guess. <laughs> that is the the action-packed theme to Lou Grant. Actually, it did change it. They actually have more than one theme, but the other one really to me is not much difference. Uh, that was Lou Grant. That was okay. I believe, like 1977 right there. Okay. That's a very good guess. Lou Grant was the answer. What does Lou Grant have to do with Fanboy Expo Lakeland? Well, the star of Lou Grant, Ed Asner, is going to be at Fanboy Expo this weekend. Also the star of Mary Tyler Moore Show and also the oh, star... Oh, Mr. Grant. Oh, boy. And also the star... Also the star of Up, the voice of up and in the Superman cartoons and other DC animated universe from time to time, he's played Granny Goodness. Okay. So you, you got a voiceover talent and very talented actor as mm-hmm. well. And that is Lou Grant. And he will be appearing at Fanboy Expo in Lakeland at Lakeland Convention Center this this Saturday and Sunday. That's the 12th and 13th of March. Now, Kimmy, do you have some more details on what's going on at the big Fanboy Expo in Lakeland? Sure. Well, that was just a few of the iconic celebrities that are going to be there this weekend. We also have George Lowe, Space Ghost. Oh, I love George Lowe. We have attended a uh, a Q&A of his before a panel, and he's just fantastic, isn't uh-huh. he? Yep. Bill Farmer, who is the voice of Goofy. Oh, yeah. Vern Troyer, who is Mini-Me. Correct? That's correct. John Heater. Who is um, Napoleon Di- from D- Napoleon Dynamite and Butch Patrick? Eddie Butch Mo- Patrick, Eddie Munster, and also from Lidsville. Don't forget that. Yes. So that's just some. I mean, there's even more. Oh yeah, listed there's there. more than that. And let's see, local artist and actually national as well. He's part of IDW. That is Martin Dunn will be there, and we've spoken with Martin. You can get a. Uh, an interview we did with him, more than one, but a recent one right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. He talks about his uh, his new creative work, and that just happens to be in the world of puppets. Mm-hmm. And I believe he's bringing a puppet or two or three with him to Fanboy Expo, Kimmy. Okay. And it should be quite interesting. These are not sock puppets. <laughs> These are actually Muppet-looking kind of puppets. Mm-hmm. And so the madman, I refer to him with total affection, the madman of comic books. Martin Dunn will be on hand at Fanboy Expo. I look forward to being around his table, don't you? Mm-hmm. And that'll be fun. And plenty of others will be there as well, and there will be something horror-related. Yes, that's right. 
Some zombies are coming to Fanboy Expo Lakeland. Not just your typical zombies. No. These are cupcake zombies from Vicious Collectibles. They will be on hand. They will be invading, if you will. I wonder if it's almost an infestation kind of, mm. you know. Is it an infestation? Mm. I don't know. Could be. Yeah, I guess it could be. They will be taking over <laughs> in their way. Oh, look out. It's those cupcake zombies from, vil- from Vicious Collectibles. I can't even talk because I'm thinking about this. First of all, they smell scared, really good. Scared, aren't you? Well, I'm scared, but they also smell real good, and I can't eat them. But mm. and, and, and you can't either because these guys aren't edible. They're not edible. They're no, collectible. They are highly collectible. But they smell edible. Oh, they do. And if you want something very nice, very unique in your collection or as a gift for somebody, stop by the Vicious Collectibles booth. Say hello to the creator of these wicked little guys. That is Eric Waller, and also Patty Waller is there as well. She's the general manager. She's the she's mm-hmm. the one. She's the she's the head person. Yes. She's calling the shots, if you will. Mm-hmm. So stop by their table, their booth. Tell them hello from the Riley and Kimmy show, and get yourself a cupcake zombie. And I'm hoping, and I, you know, he has to forgive me in case I miss this, but I I'm kind of well, I I'm confident he's going to have these with him as some funk. Wait a minute. Let's get the title right here. Funkalicious. Is that what they are? The Funkalicious? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say figures. I guess that's what they are. The Funkalicious figures. Uh-huh. He's going to have the Funkalicious. I'm going to throw the word action in there. Action figures. Because mm-hmm. they are doing things with that mm-hmm. are action based. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy's going to describe what a Funkalicious action figure is. Well, it's the cupcake zombies having their own kind of fun with certain Pop vinyls. Oh, yes. So if you want to see maybe a certain mouse pop vinyl in a, well, I guess, I action scene. There we go. Uh-huh. With a cupcake zombie. Uh, you can find that at the at the Vicious Collectibles table, right, That's Kimmy? right. And plenty of others. I saw something happen to a My Little Pony. Mm. I, it was, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was there, brutal. It was. Is there, is there another one that comes out on the top of your head? Mm. Oh, a minion! I think went mm-hmm. went down their mm-hmm. path too. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's plenty of others, and you can find that at the Vicious Collectible site. I guarantee this is unlike anything you've probably ever seen when it comes to this kind of you know this kind of art, this kind of item. It's going to be unique. It'll look great on your desk at work. Mm-hmm. It would look good on your shelf at home. Make a fantastic Easter gift, or maybe a St. Patrick's Day gift. Never thought of that. Why not? Why not a St. Patty's Day gift? Yeah. Right? It'll look good. You know, so you just plop that down there and go, this is what I got you for St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. And it'll be different. Guarantee that. Check out Vicious Collectibles and what they have to offer. That is at Fanboy Lakeland, the Fanboy Expo in Lakeland, Florida, which is happening at the Lakeland Convention Center. More information about Fanboy at fanboyexpo.com. And the Riley and Kimmy Show says very a big thank you to the promoters of Fanboy Expo Lakeland for inviting us to this big event. We'll be there. Also, a shout-out to a couple of vendors who will be there. Mike's Comics will be on hand, giving you your collectible needs, helping you out right there. And so will our good friend Tom Raup from Pop Culture Playground. He'll be there with a wide range of collectibles and more, possibly comics, too. Don't know what he's bringing, but Mm -hmm. definitely collectibles. Makes up Pop Culture Playground. He'll be on hand, so stop on by and see him. And somebody's going to be bringing a ton of collectibles. I mean, this guy is the freak 
when it comes to this. That is Jim Kara of Carousels Collectibles will be there bringing a wide range of items going back. I mean, he can go way back in time, Mm -hmm. correct? I mean, it might be a collectible doorknob. It could be a a certain doll, a figurine, uh, a lunchbox. I mean, you never know. You never know what Jim's going to bring. That's right. It could be, you know, a certain uh, die cast car or uh, it could be an action figure, a board game. It, I, it, it just, it, the list goes on and on and on. It could be a stomach action figure. And Kimmy's not kidding. I've actually found a stomach. It, it is a stomach. I'm, I'm not. It looks like, well, a cartoon kind of stomach action figure. It's a bendable a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I found that at Carousel's Collectibles. Jim brings things like that with him to the events. And he will have a wide range of just unusual with him at Fanboy Expo Lakeland, and be sure to just say hello to him and check out his shirt. I guarantee he'll be wearing something from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. He always wears Hawaiian shirts. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because he thinks he's Tom Selleck, Magnum P.I. Mm. That's what it is. He, Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah, he, he really does. So check out all the individuals we mentioned and so many more, and you can find out more about Fanboy Expo at fanboyexpo.com. Now, Kimmy, I thought since we uh, just mentioned the Vicious Collectibles people and the Cupcake Zombies, we would go back in time a little bit and pay tribute to zombies in a way. Mm. Because, you know, zombies have been around a lot longer than what people realize in pop culture. And when I'm saying pop culture, I'm, I'm talking really mainstream. And, you know, they think, well, it's just really with some of the, that TV stuff it has been going on the past few years. No, it goes way back. And we're going to go way back in time to a show... From 1940, July 20th, 1940, a golden age of radio episode, a zombie episode that we're going back in time with. And this one is very, very cool. It's a Lights Out episode. And Lights Out is one of the best examples of the theater of the mind, the golden age of radio. A lot of ear candy in here. Beautiful usage of special effects for the day. And keep in mind, when you hear these special effects, they were not pre-recorded and then inserted. They were done live, recreated I mean, they had somebody actually opening a door and slamming a door and to make all the sounds. And they actually had more than one sound person. I'm not certain on this episode with Lights Out, but some of these shows like Lights Out and Dragnet, which is another one. Dragnet was one of the best with audio effects. They would have up to five sound people working at once. And it's just when you listen to this, it's all being done live. The acting, the music is being brought in live. It's not pre-recorded. The narration's added all live and the sound effects as well. And it has to hit a certain time for the network. And it's incredible. These things were done with perfection. Sometimes you can you can detect something if you really have an ear for it. But it's just remarkable they were they were done. And it's also remarkable they survived because these were not recorded to be played back. They were archived for whatever reason they survived, they have survived. But they were not recorded on the best of equipment. Uh, well, definitely by today's standards. It was it was like a big record. It was the way they were recorded, and it was a complicated process. So items were not recorded back in the 30s and 40s, and even into the 50s when magnetic tape had come into existence. It Some were, but most were not. So we're very lucky this one has survived going back to 1940, July 20th. This is a zombie episode of Lights Out on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Lights out, everybody. It is later than you think. 
This is Arch Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you. These Lights Out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. And now, Profits Unlimited. It, it just doesn't make sense. Don't it, miss? But, but why don't you row me there? I told you, miss, no boat can get past the reef. But surely my grandfather can afford a power boat. Last one sank five years ago. Then why doesn't he... Oh, what's the use of asking any more questions? I've asked and I've asked, and every answer just gets me more mixed up than I was before. It's all very simple, miss. Simple? All just a question of money. What do you mean, money? Ten generations the Cordes have lived and died on the island. It's all just a matter of money. But my father... Yes, yes, all but your father. He was the one they called the fool. Mr. Williams, I don't think you've any right... It isn't a matter of right or wrong, miss. It's what they said. How much farther is there to go? I can't see... Yes, mist is always heavy this time of morning. You'll be there soon enough. All a matter of money. Oh, why don't you talk words that mean something? You're like my father was. We could talk perfectly sanely about anything in the world, but the moment I spoke about the island and my ancestors, well, then there wasn't any clarity or logic anymore. Why don't you tell me what it's all about? Nothing to tell you that you won't know when we get there. But tell me something. Sun's rising, Mr. Lynn. Look, Mr. Williams, for 15 years, ever since I've been old enough to know what it's all about, I've been trying to get some information about my family. All I know is that the generations of Cordes have lived on this island. While my father was alive, I could never come here. But now he's dead, and I'm here, and I've got to know something about them, anything. Yes, so that when I meet my grandfather, I'll know a little of what it's all about. Please, tell me. It's all the matter. Don't say that again. Tell me something that means something to me. Growing in the middle of nowhere, I tell you, I... Wait, miss. Wait? What? Ahead. If you just look ahead of you. Land. Island always comes sudden like out of the water. So many trees. They're always green. You're not rowing, yet we move. Always a current. I... I've waited so long to get here. Aye. We're moving so swiftly. What? But there's a landing pier. Aye. Hold on. We'll bump. Now, I'll hold it. Fuel jump. All right. You'll you stand there, please. Wait for me. Yes. No one here. My my grandfather, where is he? Are you afraid already? Afraid? Why should I? Of course I'm not. But they knew I was coming here. My grandfather, why isn't he... Through the trees. Look. <gasps> you want clear answers. There's one of them. Chimneys. Smoke. Factories? Yes, they are factories, aren't they? Aye. But factories here... Stood there for ten generations. But on an island in the middle of... Why here? It's all a matter of money. What? Tell me. 330 years ago, Pierre Corday came to this island and built them up. But... But why here? I'm telling you. I've been telling you all along. A matter of money. You know what money is. Well, it's been the day and the night and the sun and the moon of your family for as long as there's been one of you. Money, I, and here was the making of it and the horror of but it. But why? Let me tell you, you wanted to know. Let me tell you quick. It's 
profits weren't big enough, Pierre Corday thought to himself. And the trouble was with the men in the factories. He decided they wanted too much. Oh, it was the men at the machines who were to blame. If he could find a place where only he'd be the boss, where there'd be no investigators and boards of arbitration, then he'd tell the men what to do, and they'd do it. And up with the profits and out with the headaches in an island. Aye, a private island. That was the answer. And this was it? Aye. It beyond the jurisdiction of any man but one of the name of Corday. So here he moved his factories, machine after machine, and when everything was set up, he sent out to the places where men walked the streets looking for work, and he said, listen to me, you single ones. You're hungry, so listen to me. I have a place where there's work for you, easy work. Work at the machines. You sit all day. You don't have to think the machines think for you. Just sit all day and do the same thing over and over and over. I'll pay you well, and I'll pay you regularly. I, a life job, if you do what I say all your lives. And... And men came here? Aye. Why not? Five hundred pit ones, all set for life jobs in the factories of Pierre Corday. Came here 330 years ago. But why is there smoke coming out of the factories now? Five hundred of them. And they sat down at the machines and started working, and Pierre Corday bought women for him to mate with, and my kin was with them. And the machines started turning. But the factories... They're still working. Why? Listen, you wanted me to tell you, so listen. Listen to the rest. 330 years ago, and each had his own bit of work at the machines. One to press a lever here and the other to turn a screw here. Same work hour after hour, day after day. The months went by and the profits kept on coming in. But some of them began to get tired of it, tired of the machines. Fools they were from the start. Pierre Corday picked them that way. Still, they got tired. They wanted to get back to the change in life of the rest of the world. Give us hunger, they said, but give us change. They said that I, but they didn't get what they wanted. Then why didn't they go away? Where? To drown in the sea? Some did. Then why didn't they rebel? Aye, and some did that and died for the trying. Died? Aye. They say that of the 500 men who came here at the end of two years, half of them had fattened the sharks in the harbor. It isn't possible. Aye, it all isn't possible. An island in the middle of nowhere with spinning machines and men at them. None of it's possible. But here it is. 330 years old and still the same as it was. Tell me. You mean in those factories that... What? What? Watch. People... Marching. Who, who are they? Ten generation of them Pierre Corday brought and kept here. The way they walk, heads down, arms hanging. Men like my grandfather. Take me to him. Take you to him. Yes, take me to my grandfather. Grandfather's dead. Dead? The island and they belong to you. His grave is so... so new. Two weeks, I buried him myself. Did he send for me before he... No, it was me. You? Me. I knew that you were the last one of them left, and I wanted you here. But... but why? I said it, didn't I? You're the last core day. 330 years, and you're the last. 
surprised the factory working so late. That's the second shift. There are two a day. All night? Aye. But why? It's been that way for 330 years. It's not true. None of it. No. I won't listen to you anymore. Wait. Wait. Where are you going, girl? Down there. You can't go there now. I'm going to the factory. Talk to them. Find out the truth. All right, all right. Find out for yourself. I want you to do that. Aye. Aye. Talk to them. Talk to them. Talk to them. Row on row of men and women and children. Aye, why not the children? The more hands, the more production. That was the law of the Cordays, the law of the island. Their faces, empty. Machines do the thinking. But they sit so quietly, not talking, none of them. Williams, why is this? Crouching over the tools like, like animals. Are they always like this? When the whistles blow, they eat. When it blows again, they march back to the barracks behind the factory. Barracks? Aye. Barracks, kennels, name it what you want. That's where they live. Live until after 12 hours, the whistle calls them back to work. But the children... I told you the children do like the rest. They work as soon as they can walk. It's been the law of the Cordays for over 300 years without change. It's the only law they know. Look at this worker, Miss Corday. Look at him, I tell you. What's he making? Look at his face. Lovely thing, ain't it? And his blood is the same as their blood. Mixed together all through the factory. Look at them, Miss Corday. Yours. Yours, I tell you. Yours. All yours. Sit here at the machines until the flesh rots in their bones and they drop in their places. You inherit them, a thousand of them. Ain't you proud of your inheritance? What is he making? What does it matter what they're making? The things they're making ain't been shipped from this island in a hundred years. What? Aye, for a hundred years they've been at the machines, but it's like a dog chasing his tail without beginning and end. What comes out of the last machine's brought back to the first machine and broken up and started all over again. Why don't they stop? Stop, stop. How can you stop a rhythm that's been in the blood for ten generations? Why don't they talk? Ah, you're scared now, Miss Cordell. They'll talk to me. Of course they will. This one. This one. This one. This one. You, I, I beg your pardon. Would you stop work a moment and talk to me? I said, would you stop work a moment and talk to me? Williams, doesn't he hear me? He can't. Then why doesn't he even turn his head? Not him. Not any of them. I don't believe you. This woman, she'll... Lady, would you please stop work and talk to me? Scared to look at him. Lady, talk to me. I'm Dale Corday. I scared all right. I insist that you talk to me. Doesn't answer. I told you, not while they work. Oh, your family bred them right. Bread? Yes, yes, like you breed dogs the way you want them. Yes, for 330 years, bred to sit and work and no nonsense. Never to talk up to the right, just sit and work the way they're told. You stand there looking at me and you don't believe me, do you? Well, try to get him to stop work. Try to get him to say something to you. Try to get him to act like human beings. Well, they're not human beings, they're workers. Yes, workers for the family of Corday. And what are you going to do about it? Don't be afraid of me. Who? You. I'm Dale Corday. Corday. Boy. Please don't tremble. I... What's your name? Joseph. Joseph what? Joseph. Do you uh, like it here? Like... Like work here. 
No complaint. Like work here. No complaint. No, no, stop. They taught you that very well, didn't they? Like work here. No complaint. Wouldn't you like to leave this place? Sail away across the sea? Like work here. No complaint. Don't keep saying that. You don't understand what you say, do you? Look at me. Lift your face. Wouldn't you like to leave the factory and do what you please? Like work here? You've got to understand. You've got to talk to me. Why, well, you're the only one I see that has anything in her face. Oh, Joseph, look at me. No, don't hang your head. Look at me. I'm your friend. I want to know about you. Don't be afraid. Talk to me. That pretty flower in your hair, what is it? The flower, what's it called? What's its name? Yo, forget. It's very pretty. What do you do in the factory, Joseph? What is your work? Like work here. No complaint. Yes. Uh, would you like to take a walk with me? Walk? Yes, through the valley and show me the flowers. No. No walk. Why not? We're so close soon. Walk begin. And you don't have to work if you don't want to. Come on. No. We'll so blow soon. But I tell you it's all right. You don't have to no, go. I go. But I want you to stay here. You will stay no. here. No, let Joe go. You'll stay here and talk to me. You'll stay here. I'm only let trying to go. help you. Wait, don't blow. Look out. Joe Lee. Joe Lee. Joe Lee. Well, now you'd believe I told you what would happen. Oh, she, she bit me. Like an animal. When the whistleblowers, they go to work, it's in their blood. In their blood, in their blood, in their blood. I've had enough of that talk. And what are you going to do about it? Close the factories. What? Yes, close them, lock them, shut them out. You say the rhythm of the factories in their blood, all right, I'll stop it. You hear me, Williams? You'll close the factory tonight. Well? Well, well, it's done. Good. Tomorrow, you'll start me back to the mainland. I'll make arrangements to get those people off of here. Will you now? You're breathing so heavily. As soon as I locked the doors, I ran back all the way. Why? I wanted to see your face. Why? I wanted to see your face after the whistle blows. Whistle? Aye, it'll blow just as always. But I told you to... And I did. I locked the factory, shut the big doors and threw the bolts, but the whistles at the powerhouse and some of them are always there. Aye, the whistle will blow and they'll march to work. But they won't get in. Aye, here they come. You'll start me to the mainland very early tomorrow, William. It's a long way. I know it, I know it. But it's got to be done. Too long a way. You the sail. Tonight I'm putting an end to their marching. Tomorrow I'll... What's that? Williams, don't you hear it? Aye, I hear it. It's from the factory. Aye. As if they were... As if they were breaking down the doors. Aye. Yes, that's what they're doing. Williams, don't stand there. Go and stop them. Tell them the factory's closed forever. Tell them it's ended. Go tell them yourself. They've broken in. Gone back to work. People, people, stop working and listen to me. Stop working, I tell you. I've got to talk to you. I've got to tell you important things. A little while ago, you broke down the door, but that was because you didn't understand what I was trying to do. And now I want to tell you, so listen to me. 
My name is Corday. And this factory and, and island and everything on it is my inheritance. And I want to close this factory because I want to help you. Help you to begin to live like human beings. Living means books to be read full of new excitement and understanding. And wonderful music to be played and listened to. And the enjoyment of your homes and conversation and friendship. But now oh, you're not listening to me. None of you. People listen. Why won't you come away from your machine? Why won't you stop them? I want to help you. Listen to me, please. Just listen to me. Listen to me. All right, then. You'll listen to this. I'm going to burn the factory down. You hear me? If that's the only way to stop you, I'm going to burn it down. Burn it! Burn it! Burn it! Burn it! Burn it! Burn it! It's a good seed this morning for sailing. Have you everything aboard? Aye. If there's only some way to communicate to the mainland without going there. There's none. What time is it? Almost seven. And we go when the tide changes? Aye. Wind's freshening. Listen on the wind. You hear it? I hear. What? What do you think? It's them. For two days. Never even going home. I heard you say you'd burn it and they're afraid. Afraid I'd burn their cage until they stay there watching. Watching. One shift works near the watcher. That's how it is. But not their cage alone, Miss Corday. What do you mean? I mean, it's yours. What? One boat on the island. This. And in a couple of minutes more, it won't be here. What are you talking about? You and I are going... That's where you haven't got it straight, Miss Corday. Going, yes, but only me. I've wanted to ask you this for days now. Why are you always trying to frighten me? Now I've done it. eh? Turning, we'd better... The tide... Eh? The go. Yes, I've scared you now, haven't I? Well, say it. Say it. You don't have to. It's in your eyes. Just the thought of being left here with them year after year, nothing but them. Ah, it's enough to turn the insides of you white, ain't it? Why do you think I sent for you? I'll tell you and I'll tell you quick and then I'm off to sea. I sent for you because I'm a man born different from all the rest that were here. There were three kinds, workers, servants, and you, Cordays. Well, servant I was, but in the morning of me, a piece of hate got in my heart and it kept growing through the years. I mean, it's more than I am. I hate for a name and the sound of the name and those that have it, Corday. Well, you're the last of them, and here you'll stay with the sound of them and the sound of the factory grinding in your ears until you're as old as I am. And I hate for Pierre Corday and the rest of his kind is as old as mine is. This is your inheritance. An island and a factory and a thousand perfect workmen who never want anything for themselves except the bit of food they grow. Who sit at your machines until they rot and die. A perfect inheritance for a corday. I'll leave it all for you until you rot and die. William. William, come back. You don't understand these people. I want to... William! You cry. Me. Joe. Joe. Me. Dad. Dad. What are you... We're so slow. Me no work. Why? Me want... Show you 
flower. Oh, my dear. You cry. No. No, I'm not crying. There isn't time. I've so much to tell you. You first, and then the others. One by one. You talk. First, I want to tell you freedom. Say it. Freedom. Freedom. Three hundred years ago, my people and your people gave it up. My people wanted profits, but they lost their freedom to the machinery they set up to give them those profits. Your people wanted the security of a bare existence, and so, too, gave up their rights as men to the machinery of profit. But now we've got to win that freedom back again for all of us. Freedom. Come. We'll go to them. I've, I've so much to try and tell them. Things that I understand now. That freedom is the essence of the good life for all men. And that security without freedom is a sham which turns men into regiments of less than men. I've so much to tell them. So much to tell them. Riley and Kimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts.